0: Building a successful life and meaningful relationships is something we all want, something we're all working towards. But there's something that often gets in the way of the communication we have with others and even with ourselves in our path. Today, we're going to talk about what that is and what the most important question we can ask to get past it. Welcome to Communication on Point podcast. I'm your host, Dean Hefta. This program is designed to bring insights and perspectives to help you improve your communication so you can grow your influence and strengthen your leadership in all of the situations you find yourself in your life. Let's get started. When we think about how we navigate our lives on a daily, weekly, yearly basis, there's many things that come up that maybe unintentionally get in the way of achieving the results that we really want. And a big part of that is how we communicate with ourselves and the world around us. When you think about it, each of us, in our own way, has the desire to be respected, heard, valued, connected, to be seen as influential and significant, to be connected and loved by others. But while we want that, a lot of times the approaches that we take unintentionally get in the way of that. The thinking in how we go about doing things, the stories that we tell ourselves, end up keeping us from achieving those things that we really want to accomplish. So each of us can find ourselves confronted with a challenge, this thing that keeps us from getting that which we really want. So you think about a situation that you find yourself in. Maybe it's with a loved one. Maybe it's with somebody at work or in your community. We're faced with a challenge. We experience in the moment the negative emotion of a situation that we are tired of, that we don't want any more of. You know, maybe we are tired of feeling lonely, tired of being broke, tired of being out of shape, and the negative emotion of that situation can overwhelm us, and it can feed how we communicate with ourselves, how we perceive the world, how we communicate with people around us. And it comes out creating this focus on the negative thing that we are tired of. What's interesting about our minds and really the world, the thing that we focus on grows. And so it's really um, natural for us to experience a pain, an annoyance, a thing that we don't want any more of, and it becomes our focus. Here's the challenge. That thing that we are focused on, we perceive it as the thing that's in the way of Our objective, the goal, the thing that we're trying to achieve. But often, so much of our mental and emotional energy is focused on the thing that we don't want, that we lose track of the thing that we do want. Or it could be we never even clarified what it is that we do want. And so we can feel overwhelmed and drained and exhausted because of this focus on the thing that we are tired of, be it lonely or broke or out of shape, whatever that is, it's become our focus, and whatever we focus on grows. So what do we do about that? Well, first, recognizing that that's a very natural response for us to focus on the thing that's in front of us. So we can think in terms of how do we process information? Well, we process information, even negative information, in the positive. Well, what that means is for you to hear something, for you to understand something, to process something, you have to Think about it. So even if I say to you, whatever you do, do not think about a purple elephant. In that moment, (laughs) you can't help it. For you to even process what I'm talking about, you had to think about the thing that I asked you not to think about. That same thing happens for us. If I'm continually focused on how out of shape I am, my subconscious begins confirming that because it becomes a part of my identity. Right? And so, Recognizing that's a natural subconscious approach for us, we need to elevate it into a conscious approach and say, okay, whether it's me having a conversation with myself or a friend who I'm talking with, being able to ask one simple question. This is the question that that breaks us out of that, that funk, that rut, that issue that we find ourselves in with focusing on the thing that we don't want. The question is, so what do you want? Now you're thinking that that is the simplest question you could uh, probably ask, and it seems overly obvious. What's interesting, it is one of the most powerful questions that we can ask ourselves and what we can ask others when they're talking about the things they don't want. So maybe you have a friend who's a, a manager of a sales team, and she's ranting about how frustrated she is with the performance of that sales team. And she's tired of them turning in the reports late. She's tired of them not cold calling. She's tired of them not making their calls, not getting appointments at all. The focus has become on all of the things that they are not doing, all of the things she is tired of. And it's easy for us as a friend to get down in the mud with our friend and say, yeah, boy, and what about this? And I bet you are mad about that. And these people are terrible and they're awful. But the most important question you can ask in that moment to change the thinking pattern, to adjust the waves going through our mind is simply saying, I'm sorry to hear that. What is it that you really want? And immediately there's a halt to the thinking and a shifting of gears. The brain has to begin thinking about what is it that I do want, right? So if I've got a team, um, working with a, uh, a group of people and I'm, I'm I've got this list of annoyances, things that I'm tired about. I'm tired of them being late. I'm tired of them being disorganized. My focus now becomes on catching them doing all of those wrong things, and it's confirmation of all of the things that I've already begun to believe until I get to the point where the only resolution is they all got to go. They can't stay. But effective communication with myself, Or a friend who's able to ask the right question at the right time. That question simply being, what is it that you do want, begins to shift our focus to creating more of the things that we want. It clarifies the outcome. So, you can think about it as just taking in a matter of seconds and getting clear on, what is it that I do want? If I say that I'm tired of being broke, well... That's something I want to get away from, but that doesn't mean that I'm clear on where it is that I want to go to. If I simply say, I'm tired of living in this neighborhood, that's not enough to be able to take action upon. I have to now begin to shift into what kind of neighborhood do I want to live in? What is it that I'm looking for in attributes in the environment? What is it that I really want? So acknowledging that. Maybe the start of change is I'm tired of how things are, but it's not enough to focus on what I'm tired of. I have to shift towards what is it that I do want. That will change the conversations I have with myself. It will change how I see opportunities in my environment. It will change the kind of conversations I have with people around me because now I've shifted to what is it I'm trying to create? What is it I'm looking for? And other people begin now looking for those things that fit into this thing that I'm trying to create. It's as simple as that. But we have to have the awareness of where's our mind at and the discipline to shift into what is it I want to create. The second piece of that is not just what is it that I want, but what's meaningful about it? What's the impact of that thing that I'm wanting? What difference is it going to make? So I'm beginning to elevate now, the level of importance because there might be something i say that i want but then i step back and realize it's an empty goal it it really isn't going to change who i am or my quality of life or anything like that so taking the time to say what's the impact if i get that and finally who all is going to be affected if we achieve that if we can get that is it going to affect my family you know the future legacy of my children's children what's the people that are going to be impacted Who are they? How will they be impacted? So I begin to amplify how big is this thing that I say that I want. And when I get to that clarity of what it is that I'm working toward, it begins guiding my decision making almost automatically, subconsciously. I find myself having more peace, having more energy to take action. You know, you think about those afternoons where you're thinking, oh, maybe I should just call it a day. When you have clarity about where you're headed, what you're trying to achieve, what the impact is and who it's going to impact, you find that extra hour of effort is right there under the surface that you can tap into to move closer to what you really want. It increases your focus, clarifies there are key steps that you can take. You can see what's next to move me one step closer to where I want to be. New solutions and innovations begin emerging and you begin thinking about how is it that we can create this thing that we want. And so you see this positive energy that emerges when we clarify what is it that I really want compared to the exhaustion and the frustration and the anxiety that we feel when we focus solely on the things that we don't want. So one of the most important questions that you can keep in your pocket that you can use in conversations with others or conversations with yourself You can think of it as a tool that helps you move into a creation way rather than an observation way in the world around you, and you can begin building it into your habit response, and that is the question, so what do you want? I hope as you move forward this week, you think about those moments where you identify a frustration, a challenge, an annoyance that you're tired of, and you use that as a springboard into clarifying what you really want and turning that into actions that can move you closer to the thing that you've identified. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. I always enjoy hearing from you on ideas or areas of impact that you've experienced. Feel free to email me. Again, my name is Dean Hefta, and you can email me at dean at clarisresults.com. That's D-E-A-N at C-L-A-R-U-S results.com. I hope you have a great week and I look forward to talking with you again next week. Take care.